Our reading this morning is taken from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 7, and we're reading from verse 36. Luke 7, and reading from verse 36. Now one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, so he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. When a woman who had lived a sinful life in that town learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster jar of perfume. And as she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them and poured perfume on them. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two men owned money to a certain moneylender. One owed him 500 denaria and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back, so he cancelled the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had the bigger debt cancelled. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned towards the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house, you did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much. But he who has been forgiven little, loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? Jesus said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This morning we are continuing in our uh, series, uh, 40 Days of uh, Relationships. And uh, today is day 29. Thank you. Day 29 out of 40. We're rattling uh, through these uh, 40 days. You remember the seven sermons to listen to, uh, six small groups to attend, 40 daily readings, and of course six memory verses to learn during these uh, 40 days campaign. Uh, Rick Warren, in the uh, book Relationship Principles of Jesus, he says, learning to love God and others is to be our highest goal, our greatest aim, our first priority, our deepest aspiration, and our strongest ambition. And this is what we are hoping to do during these 40 days of relationships. Uh, deepening and strengthening our relationship with God, but also deepening and strengthening and building our relationships uh, with one another. That's what we're all about. Week one, uh, we were thinking about what matters most, and the memory verse was... That's right. Let love be your highest goal, uh, 1 Corinthians 14.1. That was the, uh, probably the easiest memory verse to learn. Uh, week two, we were thinking about the fact that love is kind. 
And uh, we looked at the story of the, uh, the Good Samaritan. And the memory verse for that week was a little bit longer. <laughs> I realise that some of you have got the, uh, the, uh, it on the back of your sheets, but I'm sure you're not looking. Yeah, do for others what you would like them to do for you. This is a summary of all that was taught in the Law and the Prophets. Uh, week three, we were thinking about the fact that love does not envy. And the memory verse was... For wherever you have envy and self-ambition, there you find disorder and evil practice. And then last week, week four, we were thinking about the fact that love is humble. And the memory verse was... Pride leads to arguments. Those who take advice are wise. And of course, this is week five. And this week we're thinking about love is respectful. And uh, our memory verse for this week is, show respect for everyone. Love your Christian brothers and sisters. And that's from 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 17. But also, of course, uh, the whole series is based on 1 Corinthians 13. And that's the eyes that we're thinking about love and relationships. And uh, thinking about love is respectful, we're moving into love is not rude. It is not self-seeking in 1 Corinthians 13 and verse 5. That's what Paul says about love. So we're thinking about uh, respecting others this morning. We're thinking about the fact that the Bible encourages, in fact tells us, uh, that we are to respect one another. And we're looking at it, uh, whilst we're taking 1 Corinthians 13 as our kind of uh, launch pad, we're looking at relationship, the pr- relationship principles through the eyes of Jesus and we're looking at how Jesus related to people in the hope that we can learn how better to relate to God and to one another. And uh, we're thinking about uh, showing respect. I came across this uh, story about uh, a truck driver in America and each week he hauled goods uh, from Cincinnati to Atlanta and his favourite place to stop off was Joe's Diner. And uh, one summer afternoon, the uh, truck driver parked his truck, walked into the diner, sat down at his favourite seat, and he ordered his usual uh, hot meatloaf, mashed potatoes, and iced tea. In the distance came a roar and a cloud of dust, by the fo- followed by the arrival in the parking lot of 12 members of a motorcycle gang riding Harley-Davidson motorcycles. They came into the diner, And as the gang stomped into the diner, the leader immediately spotted the truck driver. Who's this little sissy at the counter, he sneered. The truck driver remained silent and continued eating his lunch. Forming a semicircle around the truck driver, the gang members started snapping their fingers in rhythmic uh, dancing. And and the truck driver just sat there and ate his lunch. One gang member picked up Darrell's iced tea and poured it over his head. The others watched. Another gang member picked up Daryl's mashed potatoes and stuck a handful in Daryl's ear, wiping his hand on Daryl's back. Truck driver remained calm and didn't respond. He suddenly continued to eat his lunch. Although the gang continued to harass and taunt the truck driver, he never responded to any of it. And even when he'd finished, he just got up and uh, and paid for his lunch and turned quietly and, and went out to the diner without saying a word. The leader of the gang laughed and said to the, uh, the owner of the diner, What a wimp. That ain't much of a man, is it? The owner of the diner looked out of his window and said, Yep, 
He's not much of a driver either. He's just ran over 12 Harley Davidsons in the car park. I don't think either was the right thing to do. And uh, there's a sense in which uh, there wasn't a lot of respect going on in that story. And uh, it's so easy in life not to respect uh, other people, isn't it? Especially if they're different from us. Uh, We've heard, you know, about the Ukraine this morning. And it was great to get that kind of inside information because it is a very complicated situation. But it's so often these conflicts are caused uh, big and small because people cannot respect other people who look differently or think differently or act differently. And so often, uh, if we could just live in a world where out of love we respected one another... Uh, the world would be a much peacefuler place. And in this story this morning, as we look at the story of uh, Jesus being anointed uh, by a sinful woman, what we're going to look at is, uh, is four signs of respect. Four signs of respect uh, that we can uh, pull out of this story and hopefully uh, try and build into our own lives. The first sign is, uh, is a sign saying stop. It's a stop sign. And uh, when we see this on the road, uh, we know that it means that we're supposed to come to a standstill. Uh, some of us uh, don't actually come to a standstill, do we? We kind of edge forward and uh, we think we can uh, anno- ignore the sign and kind of just uh, carry on going. And there's a sense in which, uh, in this passage, uh, there's a message about stop talking and listen. Do you notice in, in, the, in the passage how, uh, how Jesus listens to the woman? You might be thinking, hang on a sec, I'm not sure the woman said anything, did she? Does the woman actually speak in that uh, narrative? Well, she doesn't utter any words, uh, but she does speak by her actions and by what she does. She brought an alabaster jar of perfume, and as she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. Then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. Sometimes we don't always uh, hear what people are saying. Uh, but often we miss uh, people's actions. Sometimes people don't say anything, and we don't really hear what they're trying to say. This woman spoke volumes by what she did. And uh, Jesus notices. He takes time to uh, see what's going on. And one of the ways that we show uh, respect to people is uh, is we give them space. We we, we listen. I don't know whether you are a good listener. Uh, Many of us are good talkers. Uh, but not many of us are, are very good at listening. And when we are uh, listening to people, we're showing them respect. We're showing them that they matter. We're showing them that what they say uh, is important. Uh, sometimes uh, we jump in very quickly, don't we? Uh, and we offer opinions. And uh, we, want to, we want to say what we want to say. But respecting people is about listening. It's about Acknowledging that stop sign, which means stop talking and uh, listen to what other people are saying. But also notice what people aren't saying. 
Sometimes people by their silence are saying an awful lot. Sometimes we take notes of, of people's body language. Um, people say that we communicate far more by uh, our body language than we do by our words. And sometimes you can you can pick up things, can't you? You might see somebody, and they might the, the body language might say, you know, uh, that they're sad or that they're not very happy. Uh, they might be quieter than normal. And do we pick up on those things? Or do we rush through and not take any notice? Um, Jesus didn't just uh, listen to what uh, the woman said. He also was able to hear what Simon was thinking, which is a little bit disturbing for us, isn't it? I don't know about you, but I find it a little bit disturbing, that the idea that Jesus can hear what we're thinking... Because very often we might act as if we're respecting somebody, somebody, but actually inside we, we were thinking, what a plonker, uh, what a fool, uh, or worse. And it's interesting, isn't it, that, uh, that Jesus, he says, when the Pharisee who had invited him said to himself, presumably not in a loud voice, but in, inside, if this man were a prophet, he would know who he was touching and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. Wouldn't it be surprising if somebody answered your thoughts? Can you imagine that? You're in, a com- you're in a conversation with somebody and somebody actually answers what you're thinking rather than what you're saying. How frightening would that be? But that's what Jesus does. And he tells Simon this uh, story about the two moneylenders. He listens uh, to people when they're speaking and when they're not speaking. If you're in the, uh, the, the woman's situation, it's nice to know them, think that Jesus takes notice. Uh, but like I said, it's a little bit scary to think that Jesus also hears our thoughts. So, the first sign of uh, respect is about, uh, it's, it's about listening. Uh, Tom Wright says, the balance of the scene is superb with Jesus keeping the poise between the outrageous adoration of the woman and the equally outrageous rudeness of the host. Remember, uh, 1 Corinthians 13 talks about love not being rude. And this host uh, was rude in his thoughts about the woman, but he was also rude in the fact that he didn't offer Jesus the hospitality that would have normally been offered. Uh, when somebody entered a house. So, show respect for everyone. This is our verse for the week to learn. Show respect for everyone. Love your Christian brothers and sisters. And that's what we are aiming to do. Showing respect for everyone. Stop talking and listen. Listen to those around you. Especially those who may not be saying very much. Our second sign of the four signs... uh, we recognise this sign. It means uh, no U-turns. And uh, really, this is about keeping your promises, not going back on your word. Not going back on your word. In this, uh, in, in this passage, uh, Jesus gives a, a wonderful promise uh, to the sinful woman. Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. And this is what Jesus promises. you look at the encounter between Jesus and the woman, you find this remarkable promise that Jesus is able to give. I wonder whether we've ever promised anybody anything. 
and then kind of not being faithful to our word? Have we ever told somebody that we were going to, to do something or, 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 or visit them or do something for them? And then we've gone back on our word. We've made a, a U-turn. Keep your promises. We show respect for people by being as good as our word, by making sure that what we say we actually act out upon. In this whole 40 days, you know, there's a, there's a kind of theory that we can all say amen to. You know, about building up our relationships. Uh, but if that's all it remains, if we don't actually live it out in the lives that we live, then it won't serve any great purpose. If at the end of these 40 days, uh, we've completed all the memory, we've remembered all the memory verses, uh, we've read all the 40 daily readings, we've attended all the house groups, and we've listened to all the sermons, uh, but we carry on living exactly the same and our relationship with God isn't deepened and greater and our relationship with one another hasn't improved, then it's not really been worth doing. We need to take God's word seriously and we need our word. When we say we're going to do something, uh, we show respect to one another and to God by doing what we say we're going to do. Simply let your yes be yes, Jesus says, and your no be no. Anything beyond that comes from the evil one. When we say yes to something, uh, do we do it? When we say no to something, uh, do we not do it? So, uh, signs of respect, keep your promises. Don't make U-turns. And then the third sign of respect. Uh, this is a give way sign. And uh, we're saying this is, is about allowing space for other people, allowing space for other people. In the story in Luke 7, uh, about this woman and Jesus, it's a picture of her, her service to God without a word, that Jesus allows this woman space uh, to do what she uh, feels she needs to do for Jesus. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven, for she loved much, but he who has been forgiven little loves little. I guess a giveaway sign uh, really means that we don't have a right of way, doesn't it? It means that we have to uh, give way to other people. And I think sometimes in the church, uh, the giveaway sign would be a good sign to have in our mind and in our memory, because very often it's, it's what we struggle to do. When we come up against people who, who perhaps have different opinions or see things differently... Uh, we don't tend to give way and allow them to, to speak. We do tend to jump in with, with our ready-made kind of uh, doctrine or theology. Uh, some of you will have uh, no doubt seen on the news that, uh, that yesterday was the first day uh, that uh, people of the same sex could get married in this country. And uh, I've certainly been involved in, uh, in lots of uh, meetings where this idea... Uh, of, of marriage being uh, redefined has caused a lot of concern and uh, a lot of debate. Uh, but in all that, one of the difficult things sometimes Christians struggle with is actually showing respect to people who've come to a different opinion of Scripture, maybe, um, or a different opinion, in this case, of marriage. Uh, so often, uh, Christians, sadly, can't get their views across uh, without trampling on other people. And giving way doesn't mean you have to agree with people. 
doesn't mean you have to agree, and, and, uh, and many Christians won't agree with the idea of, of marriage being uh, between two people of the same sex. Uh, but it doesn't mean that we have to kind of uh, be nasty to people. Uh, we need to learn to be able to, to speak to people in a loving and kind way, even if we're holding a completely different opinion. And no doubt you will have been uh, involved in, maybe even in, in house groups or cafe church or, or in different places where, you know, discussions have got a little bit heated. As one person puts their point of view and somebody else counters that with a, another point of view. And uh, before we know it, we're kind of arguing and at worst, we're falling out. And the sad thing in the church is that, that most, most people kind of walk away the church, well, from the church because uh, they've fallen out with somebody else. They haven't been able to perhaps respect somebody else's opinion. And so we do need to uh, learn to uh, respect others' opinion, especially when they're different than ours. Uh, But that doesn't mean that we have to uh, accept or agree all the time. And of course, in in church, uh, it is a struggle, isn't it, when we don't agree? Uh, We struggle... Uh, when we don't always, when we're not always in agreement, because we like the idea of everybody being in agreement. But this whole, again, this whole series is, is about relationships, and most of us experience relationships in the families. And in the family, we don't always agree, do we? Uh, quite often, there are disagreements within the family. Uh, but the, the point about family is learning to live together uh, with those disagreements, learning to respect that not everybody might want to do what you want to do. So, uh, the giveaway sign is allowing people uh, space. And Jesus allows this woman uh, the space to do something for him that Simon the Pharisee hadn't done. And uh, we need to learn to, to give way sometimes to other people. As a son honours his father, as, a, mas- as a, a father A, his master, if I am a father, where is the honour due to me? If I am a master, where is the respect due to me, says the Lord Almighty. From Malachi uh, 1 verse 6. Uh, God does ask for our respect. And in this act that this sinful woman does in washing Jesus' feet, she is showing Jesus far more respect than Simon the Pharisee. And there is that contrast in the one who would have been, you would have expected to be respectful and to do the right thing is lacking. And the very last person in the room who anybody would have uh, expected to be respectful and to do the right thing is shown to have done the right thing. And so, give way, allow others space for their opinions, for their actions, and for their thoughts. Show respect. And then the final sign is what we're calling the scenic route. Now, let's be honest, you know, if, you, if you're driving along and you come to a fork in the road and one says scenic route and one says quick route, uh, a lot of us would go for the quick route because that's the life that we live, isn't it? We live in a very fast-paced life where everybody rushes around uh, but every now and again, maybe if you're on holiday, it does depend if you're, obviously if you're rushing to work or to a business meeting or an appointment, you, you want to get there as quickly as possible. But sometimes it's nice, isn't it, to take the scenic route, uh, to slow down. And uh, of course, when you do that, you start to notice uh, your surroundings and things that are around you. And again, in this passage, uh, the kind of 
crux moment in the story comes when Jesus turns to the woman and he says to Simon, do you see this woman? Do you see this woman? And in a sense, it's a silly question because everybody's seen this woman because she's making a huge spectacle of herself. Uh, Everybody's embarrassed by the fact that this woman, who everybody knows is a sinner, is is touching Jesus, which, of course, in in, in Jewish uh, circles, it it was just a a, a no-no, something that she was crossing lines and boundaries that shouldn't be crossed. And everybody could see what this woman was, was doing. And there would have been huge embarrassment in the room. But what Jesus is saying is, can you see past that and actually see this woman? Have you actually seen her? That she's a, a human being created in the image of God? Or can, is all that you see is the sin in her life that you obviously know about and the spectacle that she's making of herself now? And it's interesting, isn't it, that although they see this woman, they don't really see her in the way that Jesus sees her. And it should be a challenge to us, you know, how quickly do we make judgments of people? How quickly do we see people and before we've even spoken to them or met them, we've already made a judgment about their character, about what sort of person they are? How often do we walk past people and we straight away feel that we've sized them up? When you slow down and you actually start to look around and you take notice of the people around you, uh, we are to do that in a respectful way. Jesus and uh, the Pharisees see the woman very differently. The Pharisee sees a sin, he sees the expensive uh, jar of perfume that's been poured on her feet, but Jesus sees this as a loving action done to him. And Jesus shows honour and respect to the woman. I wonder this week as we're going around, as, as we're working or just going around our business in our community, in our, in our families, in our neighbourhoods, uh, try and notice the people around you. Try and see beyond the fact that it's a bus driver or somebody working in a supermarket. Try and see beyond the uniform or the image and see the person as God sees them. And think about that person as somebody that God loves, somebody that Jesus died for, and see if it changes how we view people. See if it changes the way that we react towards people. The next time you're in a conversation with somebody that you disagree with, uh, remind yourself that this is somebody that God loves. This is someone that God's created. This might be a a brother or sister in Christ. It might not be a brother or sister in Christ. But can we still show that love and respect in the conversations that we have? This is the challenge. Four signs of respect. Stop talking and listen. Even when people aren't speaking. Don't go back on your word. Keep your promises. Give way. Allow other people to go before you. Listen to other people's opinion. And see people as Jesus sees them. Not as we see them. Don't judge people as we judge them. But allow God to be the judge.